0: You've found Rebirth, a podcast to inspire. I'm Kate Breton, your host, and I'll guide us through stories of intuitive courage and empowered living. This episode is the first of a four-part series on mindfulness. January of 2022 obviously started off a new year, but it started off on a new moon. And it's a time when the word resolution is used often, but I'd like to turn us towards intention. And so when we have that idea that we're turning a page, especially when a new year starts on a new moon there's that enter energy of the new and whenever we start to an endeavor towards something new the old clutter that has previously served to block us reveals itself so instead of staying on the superficial and scrolling through um, manifestation language that doesn't get us to the core of how we are designed to develop and create what we want to see in our life. So this episode is based on Neville Goddard's book, The Power of Awareness. I also cite some sources of alternative people like uh, David Avocado Wolf and Amanda Francis, reminding us that there is a thread of inspiration around us, and it is calling forth to us should we make ourselves available to be a better version of ourselves. And that's going to change day to day, but the necessary ingredient is the striving towards our own improvement. Thank you so much for tuning in to Rebirth. I think this four-part series is going to be a fun and actually a a free resource for you to bring in nourishment to your subconscious to break up some concepts that might have been preventing you from seeing things the way you have actually been um, wanting, allowing some, some help to find you in a new way. So, Without further ado, enjoy this episode. If you find something here as a resource, pass it on to another and stay connected at KateBreton.com. Hello, everyone. It's so nice to be back with you on the Rebirth Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. This is the first of a four-part series of our mindfulness series. So let's get started talking about this. And I'm going to give you a quote by Neville Goddard now in alignment with Neville Goddard was born in uh, 1905 in Barbados and he died in LA in October of 1972 and he um, was a dance teacher like a ballet teacher and he was deeply interested in metaphysical concepts he believed that the creative power resides within us. So our God resides within us, whatever your terminology might be. Much like Steiner talks about holding a seed and knowing that within the seed in your hand and then placing it in the soil and watering it, there still must be another intelligence, an energy that is ready to ignite to unfurl the life of the seed. I find that in this moment right now, um, I'm turning towards writers and uh, thought speakers, we'll say philosophers, kind of in that genre of time, writing in the genre of time of Steiner and Goddard and Shin. And I want to share them with you. I want to share them with you because a lot of the mindfulness talk focuses on what we're conscious of but what we really need to do is delve into the watery depths of our subconscious and I made a decision to just nourish my subconscious and I want to share what share some of that with you so let's start with our orienting quote from Goddard okay and so this whole podcast is about awareness right It's about the power of awareness and your awareness and what we can do in nourishing that capacity that we have as a form of spiritual development. You know, you need to take care of your body. You need to feed your body good things. You need to take care of your financial health. You need to develop your life plan. You also need to attend to spiritual development so that you can be an engaged, embodied, holistic being. Right? It's just another muscle set. So, And here's the the quote about uh, addressing if you're looking at wanting to bring in new things into your life or change a pattern. This is what Goddard says in his book, Um, The Power of Awareness. To incarnate a new and greater value of yourself, you must assume you already are what you want to be. Then live in faith. That this assumption, which is not yet incarnate in the body of your life, lives in confidence that this new value or state of consciousness will become incarnated based on your absolute fidelity that you are that what you desire to be. Okay, one more time. To incarnate a new and greater value of yourself, excuse me, you must assume you already are what you want to be. Then live in faith that this assumption, which is not yet incarnate in the body of your life, lives in confidence that this new value or state of consciousness will become incarnated based on your absolute fidelity that you are that what you desire to be. There is a money mindset coach, Amanda Francis, and she says it simply, your desires are holy. Your desires are holy. You're wanting them. They're holy. You can have it. The trick is the evolution to being the person um, that has the state, the thing, the new job, the different relationship, you know, whatever it is, the, the um, you know, reliable intuition, the clear vision, the strong health, you have to evolve now there's something really fascinating that Goddard says that re- uh, really got me um, about changing your perception if you if you're wanting to improve yourself and changing your per- like changing let's say um, finances is something people are always talking about so it's like if you're currently making $5000 and you want to be a month and you're wanting to be somebody that makes like $20000 a month You have to believe, you have to believe and hold that thought, that consciousness to be able to make that so. Because if somebody doesn't believe they can have it, then it's, you know, it it might come in fits and spurts, but it it can't permeate. It can't be um, a part of your uh, frequency unless you allow it, right? You have to allow it. Your frequency determines what you allow. So Goddard talks about natural evolution is not enough to raise consciousness, you need imagination. Okay, now, this is a little dense, but this is great. That which, quote, that which requires a state of consciousness for its effect, obviously cannot be without said state of consciousness. That which requires a state of consciousness for its effect, obviously cannot be without said state of consciousness. So Let me give you a really simple example. Someone says to you, oh, you're such an artist. And you say, no, me? No, 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 I'm not. Well, your no stops the effect from seeding and growing. Someone says, you know, what you've created is beautiful. You're an artist. If you had said, thank you, the seed could have found soil. If you said oh my goodness could have found soil saying me no 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 oh okay so you are rejecting the frequency of being an artist does that make sense if you cannot I think that's why when you hear so much you know if you're wanting to to change things bring more into your life people say to you how do you receive a compliment and if it's difficult for you to receive a compliment then that's indicative of, of maybe you're not quite as open to receiving the things that you're asking for, because in a lot of the books that uh, address the philosophy of Saint Germain, they talk about the call has to be answered. We're we're in a reciprocal universe. Now, that's too much. You can just let that seed. You can because you I know that seed, or you can let that seed marinate for a little bit. So if someone says you're an artist and you kind of light up at that idea but maybe the person that said it to you has developed their craft and you have not developed your craft which is a different thing and you say really thank you another perspective that is helpful to like for the next step is that what you study you become that what you study you become what your focus grows. Energy goes where attention flows. Okay, you had ever heard one of those before, right? So if someone says to you, you're an artist, and you go, really? Thank you. You've accepted the, the consciousness that is required to to bring about a new state, to start the inception of your artistry. Now you need to develop it you need to develop it. You need to set focused time, practice, find somebody to work with, right? You need to hone those skills. You need to um, provide the nourishment necessary to develop your craft. Now, once you start on that journey of becoming an artist, you'll definitely fumble, right? You would hit on maybe you start with ceramics and that's not good or maybe you like ceramics and watercolor is not difficult. I mean, it's just easier to talk in these metaphors, so keep going with me, right? So you might decide that your medium is uh, paint, but you need to find out what kind of paint. Are you oil-based? Are you watercolor? Um, And as you are journeying with your craft and becoming better, your mindset will or your mind talk Will be the soundtrack, right? So, what can we do with the obstacles of our mind? You know, the one that says, "Oh, this isn't going to work. Oh, this isn't, this isn't right. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm not good at it." That person didn't know what they were talking about. You know, that that one. I'm going to cite Amanda Francis again. um One of the things that she suggests is writing down all. If we're going to continue with artistry. All the reasons you can't be an artist. I don't have time. I don't have this. I don't have that, you know. And then she asks you to look at what you've written down as your, what was, you know, all the, all the obstacles you have, all of the, the not nice things you're thinking about yourself. You're not smart enough. You're not financed enough. You're, you know, whatever. All the reasons that you can't do it and just start to rewrite them. Is this absolutely true? Like, look at them objectively. Is it absolutely true that you don't have enough time? Is there something in your life that you can drop so you can add space for working on your painting? You know, is it absolutely true? And you go through each one of them. And what you're doing is you're, like, popping the balloon of that thought. You are... The brain is saying, "Well, here's what we think about this. This is what we've been told of what we think about this in relationship to ourself." And your conscious mind is going to say, uh, "We want a new script. So no, that's not true anymore. I don't know how we're, <clears throat> I don't know how we're going to change it, but that's not true. I do have time. I'll find it. I do have money. I'll find it. I, I, I you know, it'll be a long practice. I'll do it." Okay. Now, interestingly, astrologer and intuitive uh, Molly McCord has walks people through a meditation in that way, meaning. You sit and think about the thing that you want to be. And you ask your body, where is the resistance? And you let the body illuminate to you where there is resistance. And she says to sort of like let it illuminate and then emanate outside like a bubble. And just notice the color, notice the texture. And pop it. Burst it. Send it back from whence it came. Let it show you it may have a message for you. So these are two different um, ideas of the same way of saying, okay, here is latent emotion or latent energy or um, somebody said something to me in third grade and it stuck. It it got its way in. You know, people say accidental things all the time and just sometimes some of them stick, right? Let's just leave it there right now. And, um, you know, they might come up and they just need to be moved along. Just like that old box of clothes. You just, you can't will it without actually addressing it. So when you're like, well, how am I supposed to address energy? Feel it. I can unequivocally through my own life say to you, if you choose to endeavor into the energetics of your body, you can clear amazing things. So, starting as an artist, you can look at the obstacles, you can write it out, and literally rewrite the story. Because here's a little funny thing about me as a writer, let me tell you, I remember learning about how writing takes up the most muscle groups, because you have to, the brain has to flip from abstract to logical, rational thought, the concept that you have, that you want to write. Then it utilizes the most variant muscle groups, with the large muscles in the shoulder and then the fine motor skills in the finger so you're actually calling forth various structures and stratospheres in your consciousness and in your body self and in your mindset when you rewrite your story i'm very big fan of that so what you study you become so you want to be intaking the thing that the 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 uh, concept, the skill, the practice that you want to change, which if you haven't guessed, that's why this podcast is being created, right? Because I want to, I want to intake what I want to become. That's why instead of I'm reducing my um, nonsensical scroll time and putting on um, like Neville Goddard books on Audible in the background, or listening to a talk of other upliftment that addresses the subconscious, because All that information, if I'm listening to something that is not as positive, I'm always nourishing, I'm always feeding my brain with what I surround myself with, you know, am I surrounding myself with enough silence, am I surrounding myself with enough nourishment? So what you study, you become, that's why this podcast exists. When the obstacles come, what they're really saying is these are the impediments, these are the blocks inside your own thinking that we need to move forward, And then when, you know, practically, there's skill sets, right? Like spiritual development is like developing in any other muscle. There's also, I haven't done this yet. So it's not instantaneous. um, But I need to practice. Now, Amanda Francis, Molly McCord, Neville Goddard, which are just a smattering of some of the people I'm thinking of resources for you for this episode, all recommend, so that when you're trying to do a major mindset shift, they all recommend feeling as the seeding to create. Feeling yourself as an artist, feeling yourself as confident. I recently learned, I think this is fascinating. There was a study and simply looking up slightly alters your mindset and some people say it even increases your immunity i think the word use of immunity might be a little oversaturated right now but it does if you're sitting right now and if you're listening you're driving or well not if you're driving but if you're doing anything else and you just look up just notice how your chest opens and then how musculature also drops down and opens up so feeling is the seeding of creativity. Looking up is aligning a structure, right? Of like, how do you feel when you look up as opposed to when your head is bowed down, okay? So if you secretly want to be an artist, you have to write out why you can't and annihilate those untruths. Because it is not true that you don't have enough time, right? Um, You want to breathe and meditate into the denial of the art and pop those concepts. Get rid of them. Where where am I feeling resistance? Oh, there it is. Thank you for showing yourself. Okay, I release you. Because all of your desires are holy. And your body does not lie. Your body is a trusted friend that you need to invest in to reap the benefits of that relationship. So, what would it feel like to be an artist? That's the seed of the elevated consciousness. Would it feel fun? Would it feel playful? Would it feel freeing? Tend to the feeling. Tend to the feeling of the thing that you want to create. And if difficulty comes, it does not mean that you're not on the right track. For whatever reason, the learning of the human growth thrives in the polarity of the opposite. Tension Creates strength. My um, Lomikumu Uncle Alva would say, as soon as you make a commitment, expect a reciprocal force to come from the universe to try and knock you down to test your commitment. And every time you are knocked down, get back up. Expect it. I think now... I've even succumbed to this in areas of my life with everything being so instantaneous. If I want something, I'm like, well, why didn't, oh, it didn't work out. I guess not right. And I'm really Reeling back as I've uncovered that that has become part of spectrum i'm I'm going backwards and slowing down and thinking this is not true. This hasn't been true for me learning my craft. It wasn't true for me learning to be a teacher. It wasn't true for me writing my book. It's certainly not true for me um becoming a parent. And I say becoming a parent because I feel like I'm still learning, so all of these things that I'm deeply proud of they didn't happen instantaneously. Yes, there were miracles and there were um, moments of great coming together that were the culmination of choices, of learnings and failings. So this is this is what spiritual development is. Alongside with our other skills, we we, we practice in full faith. These this commitment and and this. Um, Knowing that this new state of consciousness, feeling peaceful, feeling resourceful, feeling confident, um, that that this commitment to, to change things will hit on difficulty and the difficulty illuminates internal resistance. Keep going. The difficulty illuminates internal resistance to that thought. Because that which requires a state of consciousness for its effect obviously cannot be without said state of consciousness. And since you have the potential of the universe inside of you, if you are not emanating or living fully in something that you have desired, it's actually your internal system saying, This is who we are destined to emanate as. If this is not happening, we need to clear the debris inside. And a caution you when I would have when I work with clients on the table sometimes they would say well what I felt that leave what was that and I would say listen some things need to be known but say you're doing the meditation where you ask where the resistance is and it comes out toward from the body you can feel it and it moves on here's my metaphor for you don't spend too much time figuring out what it is that has left you don't want to call it back okay if your refrigerator is stinky and you clear it out? Do you go back through the garbage to figure out what was the thing that smelled? Or are you just grateful that it is clean, that it is prepared for you, and it is holding nourishment for your being? Let's look towards that and spend more time focusing and questioning and learning the texture of the elevated emanation of ourselves than Scraping at the cave of our heart of our less um, less accomplished moments. Moments that make our head drop. Whether they were choices that we made or unforeseeable difficulties and unkindnesses that were placed upon us. I am not uh, breezing past them. Should they arise for you? But as someone who can spend too much time sifting through what ha- I have done wrong, and in an essence to do right, what if we leaned into the fidelity that we will become that which we desire to be simply as we are right now with the commitment to our own development? I would love. hear how this goes for you and we will see you back next week when we talk about how splitting our focus diminishes our power. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in to the Rebirth Podcast. As always, like and subscribe wherever you enjoy listening to podcasts. And if you want to learn more about upcoming offerings this year, Stay connected at www.katebretton.com.